0: Miss Julie Kuzmic, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: This survey that you conducted sounds a little bit worrisome. It says that people, Canadians, are not quite as concerned as they should be about fraud and identity theft. Tell me a bit about the survey, first of all.
1: Yeah, so we conducted this survey in the last month of Canadians across the country, and we were surprised to find that 92% are saying they're concerned about identity theft, which is good. 72% are saying they need to do more to protect their personal data. But then when we ask the questions about what specific actions people are taking, we're seeing a decrease since we asked these same questions back in 2017. So fewer people are double checking their credit card or bank statements. Fewer people are shredding their personal and financial documents, and fewer are updating security passwords. So we were surprised to find some of these
0: things. So what are you taking from this? Is that people are more aware of the situation but in fact doing less about it?
1: That is a possibility. Now, it's hard to know what is actually going through people's minds, why they're doing less of these important activities. One of the things that we've wondered about is, are people maybe focused more on what feels like more high-tech activities so because we're hearing about data breaches in the news on such a regular basis because we hear about the online identity theft attempts our people may be more focused on protecting online data and less focused on some of the old school the original things that we still need to be doing like shredding our personal documents and double checking our bank statements
0: The report says that uh, fraud is up, uh, reported fraud is up 30% since 2017, but only a small percentage of fraud actually gets reported. Explain that.
1: Yeah, so there are a few different ways that uh, we can find out about fraud here at Equifax and also the ways that individuals find out about fraud themselves so how would you find out if you were actually a victim of identity theft or identity fraud of some in some way so when we ask people if you have been a victim of identity theft or fraud how is it that you actually found out And the majority of people say that they were contacted by their financial institution. So that was about 35% that found out that way. 26% said they were reviewing their financial account statements or online banking and noticed something that they didn't recognize. And then 26% saying they were notified by their bank or their credit union.
0: What are the types of fraud that are being conducted? I mean, how does one steal identity?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So we are familiar with the fact of data breaches and even the dumpster diving to find personal documentation or a lost wallet or stolen wallet, what people can do with that information, the first thing we tend to think of is our credit cards. If you lose your wallet, of course, you're going to think, I need to get my credit cards canceled or paused in order to prevent someone from running up my balances. And that is absolutely the right thing to do. The next step that many people don't think of as readily, and this is one that is very concerning, is once somebody has access to your information, and regardless of how they got it, whether it's from your wallet, whether it's from an online data breach, they can impersonate you and try to apply for new credit accounts in your name. And this is where it starts to get pretty terrifying. Sometimes what the fraudsters will do is they'll change your address with a financial institution, convince them that you've moved so that when that new credit card is issued, it will be mailed to the address they have provided, not your own address, so you wouldn't even be tipped off to the fact that this new credit card exists in your name. Those are the types of things that can happen when the fraudsters get access to our identities, and that's why we want to make sure we're paying attention in the right places to ideally prevent that from happening. But secondly, if it does happen, catch it as quickly as possible in order to get it shut down.
0: Well, Ms. Kuzmik, tell me this then. If somebody does that, they they sign up at another banking institution or somehow get information and start doing things in your name— but obviously it's being sent to another address and so on and so forth, and they're running up bills and so on and so forth. How do you find out? How can you stop this?
1: The most important thing to do is to keep an eye on your credit files at both of the major credit bureaus in Canada, so that's Equifax and TransUnion, everybody has the right to access their credit files free of charge so there are a few different ways to do that from both credit bureaus there is no limit to the number of times you can access your own credit file free of charge in the States it's limited to one time per year and sometimes you see that reported here in Canada but that isn't the case here so that's the message that we want to get out there for people is the importance of keeping an eye on your credit file because that contains the list of all the credit accounts that have been reported in your name and that's what you want to double check to make sure that you recognize all of the accounts that they are actually correct your accounts.
0: is there anything else that people should be aware of when it comes to fraud and or identity theft
1: well a a important second step there is if you are a victim unfortunately of some kind of fraud An important thing to do is to notify the credit bureaus both Equifax and TransUnion you can put a fraud alert for free onto your credit files and what that does is it adds another identity verification step when somebody is applying for a new credit account in your name so you provide your phone number ideally it would be a cell number and when there is an application that is being processed for credit in your name you should receive a phone call in that process from the credit grantor asking you I, we've got this application for say this credit card is it in fact you who is applying for it now hopefully you're standing in the bank branch or standing in the retail store or wherever it is talking to the person both over your cell phone and across the counter saying yep it's me hi I'm, I'm right here it, it is the right person But in the worst-case scenario, you're sitting in your living room receiving this call, and you're able to say, no, this is not me, do not issue this account.
0: Do people ever get caught at this, the ones that engage in identity theft?
1: Oh, yeah, there are a lot of these applications that are not successful. I don't want to give the impression that everybody who tries to commit this type of crime is successful doing so. Um, There are a lot of different checks and balances that the banks, lenders and financial institutions have in place in order to catch this type of fraud as it's taking place. Um, But there are always going to be the few that slip through the cracks, and that's where we want to help empower people to to take control and to know what to do if you do find yourself in this unpleasant situation.
0: Ms. Julie Kuzmik, thank you very much for this.
1: Thanks for having me.